Kathy Zaka, and I'm your host today for Pure Truth. I want to welcome you to our podcast, and thank you for listening. I hope everyone had a wonderful Thanksgiving last week, and Christmas is just around the corner. Can you believe it? It's only a few weeks away. Wow, the new year is upon us, and God has really shaken things up this past year. And just a quick reminder that Susan and Laura both are taking a couple of months off to work on some things the Lord has directed them to do. All right, here we go. The title of today's episode is Don't Judge a Book by Its Cover. And our scripture for today is from Isaiah 60, verses 1 through 3. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. See, darkness covers the earth, and thick darkness is over the people. But the Lord rises upon you, and his glory appears over you. Nations will come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawn. All right, let's get started. You know, I always ask the Lord what he wants me to talk about before I begin writing notes for an episode. And when I'm sitting in my prayer corner, I usually have a journal and a pen in my hands because the Lord, you know, he always has a lot to say. And about a month ago, I was waiting on the Lord and my spirit was just flooded with different topics for this podcast. So I wrote them all down. And when the Lord speaks to me, you know, there are feelings and impressions that come upon me and are, you know, they're sometimes just hard to explain. So when I experience these feelings and impressions, I'll jot down notes so that when I come back to it later, I can remember what happened, you know, when he was speaking to me. And for this particular topic, when I wrote it down, I immediately felt righteousness rise up in me. Let me define righteousness. The dictionary defines it as the quality of being morally right or justifiable. And the Bible describes a righteous person as just or right, holding to God and trusting in him. Righteousness is God's own perfection in every attribute, every attitude, every behavior, and every word. God's laws in the Bible describe his character, and he is righteous. You know, I knew this was a serious topic that God wanted me to talk about, so we're just going to dive right into it. One of the first things that I know the Lord wanted me to discuss is his prophets. So let's look at scriptures that reference this. Matthew 7, verses 15 through 20 says, Watch out for false prophets. They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ferocious wolves. By their fruit, you will recognize them. Do people pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Likewise, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, and a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus, by their fruit, you will recognize them. And then there's 2 Peter 2, verse 1. It says, But there were also false prophets among the people, just as there will be false teachers among you. They will secretly introduce destructive heresies, even denying the sovereign Lord who bought them, bringing swift destruction on themselves. And another one is Matthew 24, 11. It says, And many false prophets will arise and lead many astray. There are many warnings in God's word that talk about false prophets. The warnings are there because they are true. There are wolves clothed as sheep. The enemy is the deceiver. And he often works as a prophet of God to trick and deceive us, to pull us ever so slightly away from God. And things will then continue to spiral out of control by a false word spoken. This was true thousands of years ago, and it's still true today. 
You know, we have to be careful who we trust. We need to be diligent, always on alert. The Bible says in 1 Peter 5, verse 8, Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Our enemy is always looking for a foothold into our lives. So we must be cautious in who we are listening to. Always ask the Lord to confirm if what you're hearing from someone is true and righteous. God will always let you know. And if you don't immediately get an answer, keep asking until you do, until you have peace in your heart that settles the matter. Okay, now that we have that part out of the way, let's talk about what God says about his true prophets. Second Chronicles 20 verse 20 says, Have faith in the Lord your God and you will be upheld. Have faith in his prophets and you will be successful. Deuteronomy 18.8 says, I will raise up for them a prophet like you from among their brothers, and I will put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak to them all that I command him. Numbers 12.6, and he said, Hear my words, if there is a prophet among you, I, the Lord, make myself known to him in a vision. I speak with him in a dream. Jeremiah 26.5, You must listen to what my servants the prophets say to you. I have sent them to you again and again, but you did not listen. And then Amos 3.7, it says, For the Lord God does nothing without revealing his secret to his servants, the prophets. These verses reveal that God speaks to his prophets. It's obvious. It's not something he just did in the Old Testament. God is still speaking to his prophets and through his prophets today. And as a prophet, I can attest that he's still speaking to us and through us. And we need it. We need his guidance and direction in the days that we're living in. We need his revelation so we may know how to stop the enemy's plans. But also as a prophet... I often get accused of being a false teacher. It's one of the reasons I was so hesitant about putting myself out there, because I knew I would get condemned from people that I don't even know. I went to the Lord over and over again about this, asking if this is really what he wanted me to do. And every single time it was a resounding yes. So I started sharing what the Lord was speaking to me. And although many people responded positively, there were others that were just flat out mean. It used to bother me. It used to discourage me, but not anymore. I had a conversation with Jesus that changed everything. All he had to do was remind me that if I wasn't experiencing condemnation, then I wasn't doing it right. For he was, and still is, constantly condemned. I love that God speaks to the ones that will relay his messages. There are many prophets that struggle with this too. But we do it to encourage others. We do it to bring hope. We do it because God asks us to. And we do it because he wants us to know that he is working and he is never far away. So I want to encourage you, listen to God's prophets. Or you could ask him to speak to you, or through you, to encourage others. You might be surprised at what he has to say. And a good resource for many other prophets is ElijahStreams.com and ElijahList.com. We've mentioned them before. The first one has videos of prophets speaking to Steve Schultz, and he is the host of Elijah's Dreams. And the second one is prophetic words that you can read that come from prophets all around the world. And I actually want to read one to you that I found just a couple of days ago that leads me to the next part of what God wants to talk about in reference to this episode, which is don't judge a book by its cover. And this word comes from Dutch Sheets and Jane Hammond, and both of them are really amazing. And I'm just going to read it exactly as it is posted on ElijahList.com. And this is the intro from Dutch Sheets. He said, our friend and seasoned prophet Jane Hammond released the following word in February of 2021. I realize it was for then, but I am confident the word is also for now. It will encourage you during this time as the unrest here in America and elsewhere increases. We have said the following before, but it is good to be reminded once again. We cannot judge what God is doing primarily by what we see around us. 
The Holy Spirit is doing much behind the scenes and under the surface to expose and prepare the earth for what he has planned. And Jane Hammond says, We are now in a very important time of spiritual engagement, prayer and contending over God's destiny and purpose for the United States and other nations in the earth. Romans 13.11 exhorts us to know the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. The Spirit of God is awakening watchmen and intercessors to watch and pray as never before. And on February the 2nd, 2021, and this is Jane talking, she says, I awakened from a dream in which I saw American cities seemingly being overrun by violent rioters in a dark night. Cities were on fire, massive destruction and anarchy were taking place. The rioters were lawless and demonized. In fact, their actions were totally inspired by the demons. A strong demonic force thought they were in control. I do not believe this was a reference to the riots that occurred last year in some American cities, but was instead a, a glimpse into the spirit realm regarding demonic activity currently at work. Remember, she's speaking about the riots that happened in 2020. So in the dream, there was a force present which I recognized as riot police. I knew this was actually the ecclesia who had been assigned to restore order and peace in the nation. They were standing shoulder to shoulder as far as the eye could see, with shields locked and full riot gear on, which I realized was modernized spiritual armor. They did not have a sword in their hands, for the sword was in their mouths. And Jane continues, Initially, I was uncomfortable with the imagery of riot police because of well-publicized instances when they've been accused of political repression against honest dissent. However, the job description of riot police is to control unruly crowds, maintain public order, discourage criminality, and protect people and property. When this is understood, the imagery is appropriate for our current season of contending as the Ecclesia. And the next part is titled, Two Armies Advancing. And she says, In my dream, I saw a large angel with a megaphone intermittently shouting, Hold the line. And when he stated this, the Ecclesia would march forward two thundering steps, shields locked, pressed back against evil. They were advancing, even though every kind of evil was swirling around them. And as they marched, they released a sound of war, hoo and light came from their mouths, blinding the enemy. Hold the line rang out again, and once more the ecclesia marched forward, pushing back evil. The gates of hell could not prevail. Evil would not be stronger than God's church. Amen. The sound the ecclesia's boots made resonated in the heavens, and I realized the armies of heaven were marching with them, like the four lepers who said, Why sit we here until we die? And got up to go to the enemy's camp. God caused the sounds of angel armies to march with them, terrifying their foe. In the dream, this sound caused the demons to scream in agony and panic as they realized they were not just dealing with humans, the church, or God's army on earth. They were also being confronted with the armies in heaven. Two armies advancing, two armies taking authority and dominion in the earth, two armies bringing God's kingdom into the land, two armies pushing back against the very gates of hell. And I believe the Lord is saying to his ecclesia, My people, do not be afraid of the night. The night does not belong to evil. I own the night. The night only coaxes wickedness out of their hiding places. Then when the light is turned on, there is no place to run. The night precedes the dawning of the new day. For you are living in the manifestation of Isaiah 60, where it seems darkness is covering the earth, and deep darkness and deception cover the people. But I, the Lord, am rising on you, and my glory will be seen on you. Then nations, even this nation, will come to your light, and kings and leaders to the brightness of your rising. That is in reference to Isaiah 60, verses 1 through 3, which is also our opening scripture for today. And Jane continues, And the Lord is declaring to his ecclesia, 
you may feel that you are living in a day in which evil has prevailed. However, I say to you, I am up to something. Did I not say that I would cause evil and corruption to be uncovered? Did I not say there would be days of chaos and confusion ahead? Did I not say that I would expose hidden plans and demonic schemes? The Lord says, did you think it would be easy or look peaceful? Ha! Do I need to remind you that the greatest victories come after the greatest battles? Psalm chapter 2 verses 1 and 4 declare, Why do the nations rage and the people plot a vain thing? He who sits in the heavens laughs. The Lord says, I assure you, I have a plan for America. I assure you, I have heard your prayers. I assure you that I am a God of righteousness and justice, and I will have my way. You may feel that you're at the Red Sea and Pharaoh's armies are pursuing. You may even feel trapped and that your plight is hopeless. But the Lord says, I have a plan, and I am up to something that no one else has seen before. I'm going to move in a way that is beyond the natural. It is supernatural. So hold the line, Ecclesia. It is a time to advance even in the midst of darkness. Hold the line through prayer and prophetic decrees. Hold the line with worship that opens the heavens. Hold the line for your own personal peace, joy, and faith. Hold the line for justice, truth, and righteousness. Hold the line for the coming revival and awakening. Yes. Hold the line for the destiny of your nation. Shake off the weariness and break out of grief and disappointment. Rise up as warriors empowered by the Holy Spirit and take your land. Our victory has never been closer, but we must press through the night to the dawning of our new day. Isn't that encouraging? Yes, we must hold the line and rise up. And I also want to read the prayer decree that's from Dutch Sheets. He says, Father, we are thankful that you have a covenant plan for America, and the light of your glory is shining brightly into the darkness. We thank you that America's greatest days are ahead. As your ecclesia rises up and takes its place of authority in our land, we set our eyes on you, knowing that you are up to something supernatural that will usher in the greatest spiritual awakening in the history of the earth. Lord, give us eyes to see what you are doing. Give us ears to hear what you are saying. Give us courageous hearts that stand ready to hold the line for righteousness, justice, and truth. Give us a spirit of wisdom and revelation so we can push back evil, restore divine order, secure peace, and see your kingdom advance. In Jesus' name, amen. We decree that the ecclesia is arising in unity. With shields locked and a sound of victory in our mouths, the gates of hell will not prevail against us, and America shall be saved. We will hold the line and advance the kingdom. Amen. Wow. God is speaking. He is speaking. He is letting us know that he is working. He is all around us. So we must not give up hope. We must not assume that he doesn't care about us. You know, I want to repeat what Dutch said at the very beginning. We cannot judge what God is doing primarily by what we see around us. The Holy Spirit is doing much behind the scenes and under the surface to expose and prepare the earth for what he has planned. Things are not as they seem. God is working. I feel it. I know it because of the words he's he's speaking to his prophets. I can feel the anger of the enemy because we are winning. We are pushing him back. He will not win this fight. And when I was writing notes for this episode, the Lord reminded me of a word that he gave me earlier this year to encourage us even more about what he's doing. So I want to share that with you really quick. And this was on May the 18th of 2023. While spending time with the Lord today, I saw in the spirit a dam bursting and raging waters came through, destroying everything in its path. I could see the fear on people's faces as they wondered how they would survive these raging waters that were bearing down on them fast and furiously. People were terrified, crying out to God to save them. And then I looked above the raging waters 
and I saw Jesus standing there with his arms outstretched. He waved his hand over the raging waters below, and all suddenly became still. Peace and calm immediately replaced the tumultuous waters. It was such a sudden, drastic change to what we've been experiencing, and people were shocked, and they were amazed at the peace and silence that was so suddenly in front of them. I watched as they fell to the ground, worshiping God, for only God could do something like this. I then heard the Lord say, Things are not what they seem. What you see playing out before you is all part of my plan. This plan is to awaken my children to true evil that has previously been done in the dark. I am bringing it out into the light, and evil cannot stand in my light. Things are not what they seem. What you are seeing and experiencing is the exposure of your enemy and all of his evil plans. The ones that are playing a part in the enemy's plans look like fools, and things will only get worse for them, unless they repent from their evil, wicked ways. I want none of my children to perish. I am a God of mercy, and I will forgive them up to their very last breath. Things are not what they seem. As the evil is exposed, many are asking, Where is God? Why is He allowing this? Many are saying, God doesn't love us. He doesn't care about us. We're doomed. But my thoughts are higher than your thoughts, and my ways are higher than your ways. I want to reference Isaiah 55, 8-9. It says, My thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord, and my ways are far beyond anything you can imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. And the Lord said, Remember, I see all. I created all, and evil will not stand. I have been waiting for a remnant strong enough to withstand the exposure of this evil, for they know what to do because of their deep intimacy with me. They have partnered with me, and together we will have victory. Things are not what they seem. I am allowing all the evil to be exposed for all of my children to see it for what, what it truly is. Evil, death, and misery. I then saw Jesus standing up above with his arms outstretched again. And I watched as his hand waved over the raging waters below. And everything became still. And the Lord said, With one wave of my hand, I can and I will stop the raging waters below. I will deliver you from this evil. But first, it must all be exposed. No more hiding in the darkness. All will be commanded to come out into the light, and together we will destroy it and have victory. Things are not what they seem. He keeps saying that. Things are not what they seem. Trust in me. Rise up, my children, above the raging waters all across the earth. I will give you revelation, and together we will overcome evil. Rise up. God hears our prayers. There are many things that he is working on that we simply do not know about, but he does. He is exposing all the evil, and this causes the righteous to groan because we are shocked at all that's coming out right now. But God wants us to see what has been hidden from us for far too long, and he has said, the evil cannot stand in his light. We simply must trust and have faith in our God. His ways are higher than our ways. He knows things that we do not. And as Jane Hammond and many other prophets have said, we must hold the line. We must keep praying, keep standing, keep fighting. The heat is turning up for a reason, but God will deliver us from it all. And this is where I think the Father's heart is. The whole reason he wanted me to do this episode. He doesn't want us to judge what is going on by what we see and hear around us. We only see the outside. We don't know what's going on behind the scenes. We only hear what the media is telling us. 
There is so much more that we do not know. And God has promised to reveal it many times through many of his prophets. We need to remember that he sees all of it. He knows all of it. And he has been waiting for a remnant strong enough to partner with him so we can eradicate all this evil. And now I want to share the word that he gave me for this episode. I have had many God moments in my walk with the Lord. And this one was special. I had this encounter on November the 16th, 2023. While sitting and waiting on the Lord this morning, I was invited to the throne room of heaven. I heard Father God say to me, Come, daughter, come to me. I saw a bright light, and suddenly I was sitting in his lap, hugging him tightly. I felt his beard. Wow. And I laid my head on his chest and began to cry. I couldn't speak for a while. I just sat there and let his love pour over me. And I heard him ask, How are you, daughter? I still couldn't speak. His love and his presence overwhelmed me. I could only make groaning sounds. I tried. I tried talking, but it just wouldn't come out. I looked up into his eyes, and I could see forever in them. They were alive. I felt the beginning, but there was no end. His eyes were fire. They danced with light, an eternal light that I know deep down will never end. And he laughed at my expression. To be this close to God took my breath away. I was in complete awe, and I didn't want to look away. There is so much love in his eyes. He asked again, how are you? And I was finally able to get out the words, I'm better now. (laughs) He nodded, good, I need you to write for me. So while sitting in his lap, I looked down at the pen and journal in my hands and I began to write. And he said, all is not what it seems in your world. The things that you see and hear through your media are not what is really happening. The enemy controls your media. Do you think he is capable of telling the truth? No, he is full of lies. You are being deceived. This has been happening for longer than many of you think. All is not as it seems, yet so many watch and listen and they believe the lies. They are angry at me, which is exactly what the enemy wants. He wants you to believe that I am not here that I do not exist. He wants you to believe there is no hope and that you will never recover from what's happening all around you. It is lies. All of it is lies. So many judge me by what they are seeing and hearing. They take it as truth and it is not. You judge me by what you see and instead of coming to me, you accept it as truth. It is not. I am the way, the truth, and the light. The things you are experiencing come from the choices you make. For I give you free will to choose. Yet, you only go by what you see and hear from the media or from what others speak to you. Who am I? I am your God. I am your creator. I am the one that formed you in your mother's womb. I am the one who created all of earth and the heavens above. I am the one who hears your cries of pain and sorrow. I am the one who hears your laughter and joy. I am the one who is with you, all around you, always. I am the light in the darkness. I am the voice that whispers to you always. I am the one who loves you like no other. I am and I always will be right here. You judge based off of what you see and hear. You judge based off the lies that are being told by the enemy of your soul. You judge the outside of what you see 
You are angry because of the turmoil all around you. But you do not seek me for help because you believe the lie that I do not exist or that I am a God who does not care about you or anything that is going on around the world. I can assure you the opposite is true. I love you with an everlasting love. I love you fully and completely. I know your heart. I know your frustrations and your anger. I know what you love and what you hate. All is not what it seems. I need you to dig deeper. Go beyond the lies. Go beyond what you see and what you hear in the media. When you dig, you will find the truth and you will find me. Don't judge me based on what man is saying. Your enemy is the father of lies and he doesn't want you to know me. For if you know me, you will know the deceiver and he only means to destroy you. I am the way. I am the hope. I am the light in the darkness. Don't judge a book by its cover, for there is so much more between the pages that I want you to experience. So much depth, so much intimacy, so much peace, love, and joy that is eternal. Don't judge what you see in the natural. I know it looks and seems like there is no hope, that total destruction is imminent. I know it seems like everything will be lost, but in the spirit, my army of angels are working. They are fighting your enemy. They are guiding you. And I can assure you, I, we, do not lose. Victory is coming. Change is coming. Peace and freedom are coming very soon. Listen to my prophets. You will know that I am speaking through them by their fruits. Do not automatically assume that they are false prophets. Ask me, seek me, and I will bear witness for my true prophets. Listen to them, for I am speaking truth through them. There has never been a time like the one you are living in now. I am about to shake things up like never before. You will see my hand in all of it. I am holding nothing back. Your enemy will experience my full wrath. And you, my children, will experience my full love. It will pour out over you, and it will change you deeply. Seek me, and you will find me. I am here. Wow. He is not holding anything back. He is not holding his words back, his wrath, or his love. And I felt all of that while sitting with him. God wants us to hear his voice. He wants us to know him intimately. Every step you take, every breath you take is known by him. And I want to encourage you today. This time that we are in, the evil that we are experiencing, it will soon end. What is happening right now is no surprise. It's in his word. 2 Timothy 4 verses 3 through 4. It says, For the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching, but have itching ears. They will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into myths. Many have turned away from sound teaching, but that doesn't change God's love for any of them. He still loves them with an everlasting love and he wants none not one of them to perish. If you find yourself asking God why he isn't doing anything, I ask you not to judge him, but instead go to him and ask him to show you what he's doing. Ask him to show you the truth. He will not disappoint you. And you keep asking, you keep praying. You let him know that you're listening and that you want to hear his voice. Let him know that you want to be a part of what he's doing. And one more thing, don't judge a book by its cover. 
Because God says there's so much more between the pages that he wants you to experience. So much depth, so much intimacy, so much peace, love, and joy. That's eternal. There's way more going on around us than we see or hear. And it's time to put our trust in the one who knows all and sees all. And he will guide us to victory. All right, it's time to close. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I invite you to come listen next week. And I'll close with this scripture today from Romans 13 verses 11 through 12. And do this, understanding the present time. The hour has already come for you to wake up from your slumber because our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. The night is nearly over. The day is almost here. So let us put aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Amen. Today's episode was edited by Caitlin Beck. Thank you so much, Caitlin, for all that you do for us. And I'll put the link for Dutch Sheets from Elijah List in the notes section of this episode. And before you go, we invite you to please leave a written review anywhere you listen to this podcast. The more positive reviews that we receive will lead to more listeners that God can reach. Also, please subscribe. We would appreciate it very much. Thank you for listening and allowing us to pour pure truth into you today. We would love to hear from you, so please email us at puretruthpodcast3 at gmail.com. And please visit our websites. Mine is kathyzaka.com. Laura's website is laurapotter.us. And Susan's website is susanoffen.com. We hope you'll join us next time. And remember, live thirsty. Thank you for listening. And may the Lord bless you and keep you. And may his face shine upon you and give you his peace. Until next time, your favorite podcaster, Kathy. Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives activities from the previous session, free from bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an Electric Cast production. Electric Acid. Electric Acid.